0: On this episode of Quantum Week, December twenty fifth through thirty first, nineteen eighty eight. Quantum Week. Welcome to Quantum Week. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. Quantum Week is a show in which Chris and I leap into a random week in a random year, and we talk about the movies, the music, the headlines, everything happening during that time period to make it unique. And we are continuing in 1988, December 1988. That's right. We're, uh, we're tackling the movie Twins
1: and the song "Every Rose Has Its Thorn." This is <laughs> quite a song. Yes, this is in the movie Twins.
0: Brother brother. <laughs> Very normal song. Jesus. Amazing rhymes too in this thing. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's a lovely song. That's that's uh. A song I don't listen to often at home. I oh, know, it's so it bad. On and yeah, it's a this movie very <laughs> much is of its
0: time. Um, that is by Tom Kimmel and Liz Vidal, but but uh, performed by the Spinners, who was like oh. like an R and B group from yeah. I think the even the late fifties, maybe even early sixties. And they did a couple of like weird uh, songs for for uh, movies at this time. They did this one and they did another one. I can't I can't remember what it was, but they were like the go to R and B group for these '80s uh, buddy movies. You no,
1: know, this this movie is very much of its time. The, the costuming, the the even the way it looks, the way it's shot, the, yeah. The, um, everything is very much 1988. This you know, if I if I almost had to like show an alien, what was 1988 looked like? You would do this? I might pick this movie. Ooh. This is, uh, it's just not because it's a great movie. It's not. Nope. Um, but because it kind of embodies the time, what audiences were expecting, what things looked like. When like, things sounded like. What,
0: like, what do you, what do you mean by expecting?
1: Um, this movie kind of hits all of the 1980s kind of, uh, check marks, if you will, of like what this movie should yeah, be. Ex- can you expand yeah. on that? Uh, yeah. So you have kind of, you have comedy, but you also have like a bizarre, like, uh, B plot that. Hezek murder and, uh, you know, a very dark B plot, Absolute. which a lot, it is of these, dark. a lot of these movies have. Yeah. Um, you have kind of the, uh, you know, kind of expected jokes you have uh you have you have a few like you know there's like there's always kind of this weird underlying like anti gay yeah, sentiment yeah. in every and all these it just kind of hits all the, you have the bond the bond like uh, the girls that are, have a bond you know like Kelly Preston and uh, the other actress completely
0: know. vapid in this film too right. Kelly Preston is the worst
1: looks amazing though she looks great looks
0: amazing. no doubt but she has like no personality right
1: i mean you could tell this was written and directed by a whole bunch of men yeah. um it just it just kind of hits all those hits all those Mars, now yeah. you know has you know Schwarzenegger you know it has an action star in it you know it, it's it's it is what it is it's a 1988 comedy I, I sounds like I might have liked this movie a little more than you did though you said, I think you this is a
0: bad movie I think this is a bad uh, like a really bad film and I gotta wonder like I have I kind of put Ivan Reitman up there for me a bit just be, I think because of Ghostbusters and I really like Stripes too okay but he does three movies in a row with Schwarzenegger. And they're all. I mean, I don't remember the. I don't remember Junior and um, Junior is not good. I don't remember it. Junior and Kindergarten Cop. I don't really remember because it's been so long. Kindergarten Cop's funny, is it? Yeah, it's funny. I mean, it's a fish out of water. It's all. It's all it is. It's. It's basically a. They
1: were all huge, and they're not good. I don't. This Junior is probably, wasn't huge. Junior you, made made some money, but Junior. I think it was a hundred million. Still yeah, though. worldwide. Okay, worldwide. Yeah. yeah, I always do. That. I know. It, a and B. I was expected to make a lot more, and I had a big budget. It did. Okay. Yeah. So that that was that, that was not a well. This one movie. was
0: huge. This and Kindergarten Cop both were big hits. Huge, huge hits. And I just can't understand why. Like I don't think I think the directing is poor. The only directing shot, is poor in this. There's only one shot in this film that I, that, I, that I that I was memorable for. There's me. one I like too. Which one do you like? Uh, it's the one where Danny DeVito is running through the um the power plant and it's all yellow and he's running for his life. Yep. I think that's a really cool that's a, shot. That's a good shot. Yeah. The other
1: shot I like is uh, Danny DeVito is, is um running outside. He leaves his office. And it the the camera stays oh, yeah. on the door, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. Then he gets thrown through the yep. glass door, but it was that's another of, good one. It's it's it, that's pretty creative filmmaking because you instead of following the actor, you just you stay on one, you stay on the door, right? And that's where all the action's happening anyway. So that was good. The rest of this movie though is shot horribly. Yeah, it's not um, good. It's not even mastered very well. Like a lot of times you see these movies, you know, it's, it's been out for like thirty years, or whatever, and they're like, all right, well, we'll we'll redo this movie, make it look sharp. At least I watched this off of uh, on, on uh, HBO. Yeah. And uh, it, was, it looked like, it was like, it wasn't, it almost looked like it was in HD. It looked very faded and like the, it just looked like I was watching a relic. Yeah. I was like, I, I'm old enough to have watched this in the movies. I remember I remember going to the theaters and seeing this. I might have.
0: I know I saw it very early on.
1: And now it's like, oh yeah. And it's like, it, this is just not at all a modern movie. Like, no. If you want to show someone what, like what 80s filmmaking, what 80s looks like, this is a pretty good example. Now, I'm not saying it's a great movie. Yeah. But it just kind of shows Representative. you- Representative. Right, of what this time was. So should I give the plot? Just say, I'm yeah, not expecting to, that- People
0: love this uh, I'm, segment. Uh, yeah, I'm expecting a lot of people actually haven't seen this film, unless they're our, our age. I, yeah. Right? People who are I in their think, 30 probably you know, haven't this, gone back.
1: This isn't a movie. I don't think it's had a huge shelf life. Like, this isn't something that's always on cable or something no. that's always on, uh, like, TNT, whatever. I don't feel like this is a movie. This, I feel like this movie has been kind of lost in- to some extent, people remember twins, Danny Vito, Arnold Schwarzenegger. But if you asked a hundred people what the plot of this movie
0: was beyond
1: them being twins and not knowing they were twins. Yeah. I don't think people would know.
0: I, I don't would, think so. I would have remembered. So that's why I'm here. Um, so the US government tries to produce a superhuman using, you know, through DNA experimentation. And the result are are these twins. It's uh, uh, Jul- uh, Jul- Julius, sorry. And Vincent played by Arnold Schwarzenegger, Danny DeVito. Uh Julius gets... Um, Educated and loved while Vincent is basically thrown, thrown away, thrown into an orphanage, uh, neither knowing about each other until Julius is told on his 30th birthday. Julius then goes seeking his lost brother and parents, basically. Right. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. I mean, Roger
0: Ebert gave us three stars. I, this doesn't even seem rational. I I'd probably give it two and a half. Ugh. Yeah, I don't hate this movie as much as you do. It's not. Hey, I just think it's not good. It wasn't entertaining. It didn't hold my. The acting's terrible. Jesus. See, I so okay. So I think Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger is bad. See, I think he's good. Oh my god! I completely disagree. Oh my god! I think he he's seems really, so forced. I think
1: he's really likable. He ne- and he he's com- likable and he really commits. He never winks to the camera. No, um, which a lot of these guys yeah. would have done.
0: Well, there's the Stallone thing where he laughs at, but that's not his fault. And he's actually playing it in the character. That was. And he also says I'll be back. He does, and he says I'll be back. Those two, right? But those were
1: both things in the script. You, you, the director tells you to do it. You have to do it. I guess so. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're and right, he does, right. especially the, the stolen thing. He doesn't play it as Arnold. He plays it as Julius. He does. He really tries hard here. And I think he's really likable here.
0: You don't, I guess you get some points for trying, but you have to get more points for execution. I think to he's, me, I think he's, I, oh, I think he's likable. I just think he's, he's not good. He's really likable. And I think his chemistry with Danny DeVito, I felt like Danny DeVito didn't have much to work with.
1: Well, Dan and De, he's, Danny DeVito basically is just Louis De Palma here from Taxi.
0: Oh, yeah, it's the same yeah, fucking yeah, character. Yeah, yeah,
1: and it's like, <laughs> oh, all right, we get it. He's kind of, and I'm, that's why I'm glad after this movie, DeVito does make some different, choices in the 90s to kind of broaden yeah. i think he even realized because he's a really smart guy he's a smart guy a really smart guy yeah and i think he realized all right well i, I should you know i'm getting kind of bored of playing kind of sleazy guys like right. it's been done we get it
0: right you know uh
1: and i think he, he, at times in this movie i felt like he was kind of sleepwalking
0: a you little did bit. I, yeah. th- I just thought that he was be- you could maybe i gave him more of a benefit of the doubt because his chops are just that much better. Well, he's a much better actor, like way better, and of course. So, so but you know, but Schwartz, comparatively,
1: Schwarzenegger, I thought really, I I really liked him in this. And All I, right. In fact, this movie made me. I, 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 I what movie do we do? Terminator. Terminator. And I'm like, you know, why is this guy a movie star? Right? Like, why is this guy? I mean, he, he's done exciting movies, but it's like you see this and you're like, oh, that's right. He's really likable. He is he's very likable. He's really likeable. charismatic on yeah. screen. Um and he's just someone you can't help but kind of root for even sure. though sometimes it's hard to understand or he doesn't look anything like a normal human being. No. You're like why am I rooting for this guy <laughs> but you kind of can't help yourself you just kind of are. Yeah. And it's like oh he's 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 I think he's decent. Is he a great actor in this? No. But his charisma is, I, in my opinion, this movie is off the charts and it carries him. It's carried his whole career. I,
0: I agree he has charisma. And absolutely, I just think his acting is poor. I think that there were, it was just too much. It, it was almost like uh, reaction time was too slow. For He like had to plot. He had to think, Danny DeVito just gave me this. I need one second in order to formulate the way that my body should look, you know, by the inflections of my voice before I actually executed. That's what it felt Some like Some of that's
1: me. on him. Some of that's also on the time. So we're yeah. talking about a, a period of time in the 80s when things are paced slower. You show this movie to a 12-year-old kid now, and they're going to be like, this is so fucking boring. Well, like, I was bored. Yeah, and it's and a lot of it's because we're growing accustomed to editing in 2020. Yeah. When the editing, if this movie was made now, those pauses wouldn't... And You're I was right. Talking they would, would slice this way differently. Yeah, and they could have they edited those out. But they didn't do that back then. That's not how filmmaking was back yeah. then, though. Like, that wouldn't have happened. I was shocked... One thing, so I want to go through this uh, quickly with you. Whatever you want to do, I want to go to the top because there's not a ton to talk about this movie. I'm I'll be honest with you, is it is a dumb. No, I got a couple more things. Yeah, but, yeah. I did, I do too. But but one thing, I because wa- so we just watched Rain Man. Yeah, we did. There are so many similarities. I know between these and movies. I, I felt the same exact it way. Was crazy. The suits. The suits. They. Uh, you have the more sophisticated brother teach the other brother how to dance. I know. Like, I saw that too. Those are in the two, in two movies. Here. Like that's crazy. So <laughs> yeah. let's go through the top 10 because this top 10 list, is, I think is kind of stacked for this time. Yeah. Which is really interesting. So uh, tw- Twins, I'm sorry, Twins came out the two weeks before the week we're in right now. So like the second we right, of December, yeah, Twins yeah, came yeah, out.
0: Yeah, yeah. F- Was it two this week? The, this is the
1: fourth week of December.
0: Yep, and it, what? Where was it? Where did, oh, I'm do you sorry, remember? Sorry, oh, yeah. you're interrupting me. Okay, go.
1: Ahead. So the second week of December, yeah, Twins came out. Yep. The third week of December, Rain Man came out. Yeah. And then the next week is the week we're in right now. But I want to talk about the week before the week we're in right now. Okay. The Week Rain Man came out. Sure. So Twins is number one, with seven point seven million. Yep. Rain Man's number two was seven million. So think about it though, you have two movies that are <laughs> in a lot of ways are road trip movies. Yes, exactly. brothers that didn't know they were brothers Yes, with a girl, uh, they're all, they're both unmarried brothers. And in, at some points the girlfriend or girlfriends joined them on the trip. Yep. Um, it's just, it's crazy to it's think. It's
0: bizarre, they're bizarro of each other.
1: It, it really is. <laughs> um, and then number three that week is Naked Gun. Oh yeah. Classic.
0: Yeah. Four is Scrooged, which I really like. I love Scrooged.
1: Five Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, which oh, also yeah. came out this week. Yeah. Um, six is uh, The Accused, which one Jodie Foster and Oscar? Right? Seven is Tequila Sunrise. Eight is Oliver and Company. That's the Billy Joel Disney movie. Mm. Nine is The Land Before Time, which is. Uh, that was a movie? It's a cartoon, yeah, with the dinosaurs.
0: Oh, okay. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm thinking of the uh, the TV show you that was- You never
1: watched it before time? I, right no, now? I did, I did. Okay. I'm,
0: I'm confusing it. And then number 10 is My Stepmother's Alien with
1: Dan Aykroyd, which is a pretty bad movie. Don't even, yeah. um, I don't remember that happening. But, but how about that, like Naked Gun, you know, Scrooge, Dirty yeah. Rock the accused all of the cinemas at the same time. Right. So when you were going to the movies, you know, that Christmas, the week we're in now, all of these movies were available to you. <laughs> and, but it's just so crazy that Twins and Rayman are really are like funhouse mirror images of each other.
0: It's very weird.
1: Very weird. And it, it, it was really, it was really odd to see. And I kept getting flashbacks. And I'm like thinking, I wonder if film goers at this time had the same feelings. You'd think so. You'd think so. You would think movie critics would have been like, whoa, this is so weird. Like,
0: yeah, because cause they wouldn't have known that from each no, other. No, they the wouldn't, have, wouldn't have They
1: probably were, they probably were
0: shot at the same
1: time. Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, they probably didn't know the other one was even really, I mean. They knew I they, wonder if they were both influenced by, I know it's, co- they're completely different movies, but I wonder if the directors had a, like were influenced by the, by a similar, is that a similar thread, you know, I throughout the eighties? I, I, I can't don't, think of one. I
1: don't think so because Rain Man was from a, was from a story from
0: the early eighties. That's true.
1: You know what happens? I just think, and this is what happens is you just have kind of a general, just the zeitgeist.
0: Yeah, I guess. The
1: zeitgeist influences you. Yeah. And it's, you know, it, you kind of all have a group mind and a common thing if you just live in the same world and digest the same information for it is it was just i was just really taken aback by how similar these movies were rain man obviously much better movie than this yeah yeah, yeah. um but you know twins is uh is is an interesting movie on that and twins is not a good movie i give it i give it a c plus by the way
0: okay you, you, you give it
1: last apparently that's fine
0: i mean i mean i would say it oh, oh wait, let me let me let me let me let me think uh, yeah, no. I, so, it is an average film would be C, C minus. C-. Okay,
1: it's yeah. Fair. Is this gonna make your bottom five? Maybe. Okay. Yeah, it's
0: we're encroaching. Okay, mm, it's probably just it's a bu- it's probably a bubble, but but I'll I'll have to think about this. It won't this it. won't make either my? I'm not gonna defend this movie. Like I'm not gonna say okay. you're wrong
1: <laughs> yeah. because this movie it, you're right. It's not good. It, a lot of this movie this movie lives and dies on how much you uh, invest in really the charisma because the script's not very good. Right. the charisma of the leads. Yeah. And if you don't really buy into it, then you're not going to like this movie. And I can't, not going to have an argument about charisma.
0: I was kind of like Chloe Webb in, when I see her and stuff. She's in uh, the new version of, of Shameless. I know that was British, yeah. I think originally. Um, she, I think she plays a really and compelling character. She plays David's girlfriend.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Yep. I think she does. She's, I mean, of course her, that it's kind of, it's kind of a story of that. It's like one couple versus the other. You've got the, like the less chopped, um, you know, couple of Schwarzenegger and Preston, right. and the you know the the, the better actor, <laughs> right? The I yeah. Can- yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then the more compelling to me, which is the D- Danny DeVito and uh, Chloe Webb thing. Um, I also want. Oh, something. There was an interesting connection here too. I'll play something. Um, the band in the in b- the bar. Yeah. That's Jeff Beck playing guitar, who oh, is an wow. all-time guitar player. Okay. That's Terry Bazio playing drums, who is an—you probably wouldn't know his name, but he's an all-time drummer. Okay. And there's this woman, uh, Nicolette Larson, is the singer. You might know her from this '70s hit. Oh yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Yeah. And she did a bunch of stuff with uh, Neil Young. She was friends with Linda Ronstadt. She had that—that that was her—that no, was a number one hit in the '70s. And then she died young. She was oh. in like the mid '90s. She was only 45 years old, and she died oh, Jesus young. Jesus Christ, really sad. Wow. But I, she's got a grave. I—I mean, I immediately looked at. I saw what happened was I saw uh, Jeff Beck first because I, you know, I would just know him if I saw him. I was Like, oh, right. that's Jeff Beck, and I would know his playing. He's a phenomenal guitar player. And then I saw her, and I was like, oh, that woman's got a great voice. That's a cool. That's actually a pretty cool song. And looked into it and found, yeah, found out her, her stuff. So they, they got kind of a, like a super group to do that bar scene of yeah. them dancing, which was kind of funny. That was a tough uh, dance scene to watch too, by well, the way. Well, you didn't, the fight was goofy. It was always very, yeah. very strange. And like this kind of four square-ish type of dance yeah. moves and- I don't know. It was very odd. It, it, it was you know
1: 1988. You, you mentioned Ivan Reitman. How you're like, hey, I really like stripes. You know, yeah, yeah Ghostbusters,
0: yeah. of course. Ghostbusters. Oh, so, Even uh, what was the the third? There was a um, Legal Eagles or something. Yeah, I never, it was pretty I never good. saw that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what happens is,
1: you yeah, remember too with with comedy and and comedy directors, comedy writers, you lose your fastball quick. So comedy is different than other mediums because comedy is all about sharpness and about like kind of. Uh, just sharp wits, if you will. Yeah, and you you lose that faster than you lose directing a drama. You do, yeah. For some reason, I don't know what it's about, but comedy directors typically have very short shelf lives.
0: Do you think it's more about like knowing? You also have to be relevant to the time. Like, I think it's a it, lot of that. Yeah. So as and, you get and older, and same thing with
1: comedy. I mean, I, you look at improv, or look at SNL, or look yeah. at, at all these actors. You know, you can only do. It for, Steve Martin was so smart. Steve Martin just like did his shit and got the fuck out. Like even when yeah. in stand up, and then his movies, and he's like, you know what? I'm just gonna write books now, and he does kind of drama now because he realized you just can't, you can't throw. Not right. you know ninety eight all the time. That's what you have to do as a commu- so look at his movies after he did. He goes right did twins. Twins was all right. Ghostbusters two, which doesn't work. No. Uh, Kindergarten Cop, which does. It's it's whatever.
0: I just don't remember it as much.
1: Then he did Dave, and Dave is probably oh, his best movie. Dave is a swap
0: out president one. Yeah, Kevin Kline.
1: I actually like that one. Kevin Kline's
0: really good. Yeah, um, I like Kevin Kline in general. And anyway, we talked about him last time.
1: That's an interesting movie. You haven't seen Dave. Maybe check it out if you're if you're interested in kind of Kevin Kline comedy it's paced. I mean
0: fish called Wanda to me is like the epitome of Kevin Klein, but I do, but Dave is great. He's super charismatic. You like him the entire time.
1: Yeah. And they do a good job of that. It's shot really well. It looks good. I don't remember that. It's it's they do. They do a lot on location. It just looks, it's a much better looking movie than this one. But then it's like then talk about all oh, you're talking about like junior you know Father's Day six days seven nights where no made money, money but it doesn't work and yeah. then Evolution's is a great example of a comedy doesn't work is that Simon Pegg in it's, that one or no, is Julian it a Moore Dukovny or McCartney okay yeah.
0: I don't think I've seen it uh,
1: it doesn't work and you can tell this guy's just like not funny anymore yeah and uh, you know my super ex girlfriend does does, does that it. movie draft day which is a drama with Kevin Costner it's about the NFL he's a yeah it's not a good movie yeah um but like he 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 just couldn't. Evolution is a great example of him just like, he just doesn't have it anymore. Yeah. Um. And that happens. It happens to, you know, he also, remember Ivan Reitman did meatballs, which doesn't, All right. which doesn't hold up. Yeah,
0: I saw the rapey scene. With, yeah. It's kind of weird. The whole thing is just,
1: it's just a, a product of its time. I'm not going to, yeah, I don't want yeah, to get to re-litigating, you know, other and but the meatballs. But it it's weird. It is weird. To see it now. Um. And that's the kind of thing. is. So imagine you're the same guy that shot that scene. And you thought at one time that was really funny and really great. Yeah. And now you're being asked to do a comedy 20 years later. You have a different sensibility. You're going to have different instincts and different ways you want to do things. And, and man just time passed on by. Um, but I think honestly, this movie though, is that time. Like, 88 Twins, it's like, this is what this time was. This is what audiences liked. This movie was yeah. well-received with audiences. Oh, yeah, of course. Made it, money. Yeah, right. And people, generally, if you ask people in 98 when they walked out of the theater, if they enjoyed it, they would have said, absolutely, that was a fun movie. And if you show that movie now, people would be fucking sleeping I think 20 minutes <laughs> yeah, in. They would. Yeah, they would. It, it, just, it just doesn't work anymore. And, then, and that's what we're going to run into doing a show like we're doing now, which is where the nostalgia meets the reality of sure, today. And, right. and sometimes it doesn't, doesn't, doesn't work. Rayman did work. It did today that holds up yeah it does this doesn't
0: yeah and i think uh i think you were you nailed it too like it wasn't just the audience but sometimes you'll see whatever cinema score or whatever yeah. and it'll you'll see like an a or whatever it's ranking audience. You'll be like, it's audience. Hey. yeah but also the critics too agree yeah. with you here too you know you got, Critics generally liked it it was it was yeah. a, it was an enjoyable
1: comedy it was something people in, in, had warm feelings about people even now you go to anyone who's like right our age or older so anyone 40 up and if you're younger listening, go ask your parents if they thought about twins. They probably, chances are they haven't like seen it all the time, but yeah. they smile when they're talking about it. Yeah. But now you're watching it, it just doesn't
0: work. Yeah. Uh, I saw that for a while they've been talking about doing triplets, but I think that that would be such a... And that a, would have been with Eddie Murphy. Right. I, even as, as, uh, as uh, recent as, as like October 2019, Schwarzenegger's like, it's happening. So yeah. I mean, who knows? Yeah, but that sounds like a fucking disaster. I agree with you, a disaster. And didn't he be a seventy-five now? Like I think. Oh yeah. Let's. let's yeah, maybe maybe, maybe. maybe we don't need. Maybe trip. Maybe to Maybe we just. On. This movie was the fine. Was that so old? Yeah, he, that's as old as Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, they're like the same age. I mean, Schwarzenegger's still. He's seventy-two. I guess Jesus. Yeah, these guys are getting up there. So
1: I mean, what like? Hey, well, what are we? Maybe,
0: doing? I don't even know if we need to triplets. This is fine. <laughs> this was what it was. And Murphy. Then Murphy's the baby, right? He's probably in his fifties. So and he that, somehow was a twin I know. I know. Right. I know. Um, all right. Do we need to talk any more about that? No, I think we can get into Danny uh, dandy videos. I know five. you want, this is a tough one for me and I know you wanted to talk about it.
1: Top of the charts. That's what I'm calling the segment. Top of the charts. I, I like it. <laughs> no, you don't. I like saying it though. Uh, so this is, so, uh, how it's going to work is we're going to do our top five, um, uh, movies and this is going to be dandy Vito movies. Yeah. And we don't need to agree.
0: No, oh, we, no, 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 no. Our we're own top.
1: personal top five, but it's movies. Movies, happy movies. That's the hard part for me. Well, that's that's why it's that's hard. why you're doing it.
0: That's, that's why, why I'm you're doing it. It's out. a little bit
1: more challenging because obviously, Andy Vito, most known for really TV work, probably most known for exactly. Taxi. Which, uh maybe more sunny now than well, taxi. if you're a child, but if, if you are. <laughs> We're Ta- Look at Taxi's ratings. Look at it. It's Always Sunny's ratings. Uh, Taxi was a not saying a monster hit because it wasn't, but people just watched more TV back then. Yeah, only yeah. had four networks. Totally, Taxi's a brilliant show. Having said that, It's Always Sunny is a fucking riot. I love that show. Super I had to great. stop
0: watching him. maybe season six or seven. I it's really, like, I, I don't need sociopaths can, anymore. I, They're all sociopaths.
1: I really like it. It's really funny. They cracks me up. I, uh, I, uh, I think it's great. I think he's a great addition to the show. I really enjoy yeah. it. It makes me laugh. Um, but let's do movies. Because movies is really, honestly, the, here's another reason I want to do it. Is movies is where he took more risks, did more, I do say creative work, but did more interesting work. Yes. Even though his work in TV was better, if that makes
0: any sense. Absolutely. It's, that was the thing. It's way better. Okay. So should I give you my number five? Let's go. It's on the charts, baby. Twins. Oh no! What <laughs> is that? Your number have five? You seen five? You've you only seen five David movies. <laughs> I think, no, I've seen, most of these I've seen so <laughs> much longer ago, All right. so I, I, I don't remember. I'm probably going to so pick five some bad is
1: ones. You don't like twins. Okay, no, that's a strange. Pick. I
0: don't think his movie career is that good.
1: I don't. I think he's underrated. Uh, number five for me is The Rainmaker.
0: Um, oh yeah, I remember him. That yeah, well, he's. Phenom- but I don't remember that film. He's then. phenomenal in it.
1: It's not the best movie. It's Francis Ford Coppola. It's a John Grisham. It's my favorite John Grisham book. So I do have a warm, warm. Part of my heart for it. It, it kind of uh, was the movie that got Goodwill Hunting made because they found out Matt Damon was headlining The Rainmaker, a Co- uh, Francis Ford oh. Coppola movie, and they finally said, "All right, fuck it, we'll give you the money to make this Goodwill Hunting movie." Shit, yeah. Um, so, uh, but it, thing. It, it, right, it's, but it's, I think it's, a, I think it's a good movie. I think DeVito is the best part of it um he plays kind of a sleazy lawyer kind of showing matt damon young lawyer the ropes yeah um the book is phenomenal it has a lot of interesting characters in it if you're looking for a good book to kind of escape all this bullshit because right now it's just the world is jesus ripping apart the seams and it's sometimes it's fun just to open up a good book and the rainmaker does that uh but the movie's decent too
0: a lot of his his movies are 80s and 90s and so this is where your memory is going to serve you way better than mine so you know I'm prefacing because you're gonna fucking take apart my yeah, <laughs> again, number. <I> <laughs> number four is Batman Returns. Actually, that's my number four as well. Okay. Yay. Yeah, I think him as the penguin is like I always picture him that way. And <laughs> whenever I see No <laughs> Strange Instinct, really? <laughs> what I mean is like I stupidly watched a more episodes than I should have of that of that show, Gotham. Oh, I show a it's not good. Terrible show. I watched
1: so I'm a huge Batman nerd. I I love Batman. I stuck it through the first season. And I'm like, this it's is so awful. bad. I'm so glad I pulled the ripcord and left, I left. I think I awful. watched two seasons and oh, I was like, I the show can't. is brutal. And it was, but, but, it was shot where I was living.
0: Oh so yeah. I was yeah, living yeah. in, we might have even in New York. About and
1: like, it was like, so I would like run, I would walk by the sets all the right. time. And it was cool to see like my, you know, my subway or my yeah, convenience store, or yeah. my bodega or my restaurant right in the shot. It was cool, but
0: this wasn't cool enough. For but that guy is it. the penguin versus I see like DeVito to me is a penguin. DeVito's great. Yeah.
1: Um, And this is a good movie. So this is a really interesting movie. If you're looking for a really bizarro Christmas movie, this is a great fit. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer is phenomenal in this. She should have gotten nominated for an Oscar. Really good. It's a really interesting Tim Burton basically just saying, I'm going to be weird as fuck with a major movie. It's about as weird of a franchise movie as you'll ever see. If you haven't seen Batman Returns, You don't need to see the first Batman. You can jump right into this. You'll be fine. And it's just enjoyable and weird. Christopher Walken is phenomenal in it. He's so
0: weird. Max Shrek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's this evil businessman.
1: Check out, that's a good recommendation. Check out Batman
0: Returns if you haven't seen it. Get in there. What's your three? (sighs) Three is Matilda. I know. Putting a child? Yeah. How is that your three? That's because I really don't. I don't appreciate Danny Vito like you do. I, I appreciate him on TV. I think his TV career is Mat- way What do you like about Matilda? I don't know. It's a good show. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. It has like a little girl in it or something like that. It's like a B-mat. Stop that. It's like a B-mat. That's what I ha-
1: No, I don't mean like that. But I mean it has. I a little, just
0: mean him in that. Like, what's it about? I don't. I, it's know. about. It's about a little girl, right? I didn't mean you were. Having sex per- with I Matilda? Perl- I wasn't <laughs> insinuating that. It's per- Perlman's in it too. She uh, is. Yeah, yeah, and he.
1: I think he directed wrote directed that i, think? I don't he know directed, he might have directed uh, he directed Hoffa which doesn't work with jack nicholson um that's right that, that did not work that did but not. uh but he does he but it was a, interesting he has some interesting shots in it he's go. a smart guy and he eventually did create a, thanks
0: for building it back up keep keep going
1: uh, he did create a uh, a production company jersey films oh he did and he has a producing credit on pulp fiction which is why i said Whoa. you can't yeah his pro, his movie producer Career is better than his film actor career.
0: Really? Yeah. Oh, I when I, that. when I told
1: Matt I wanted to do this, I said the stipulation was we cannot be a movie he produced because yeah. if you do that, it's stacked with movies that he's not. Gonna be <laughs> It'd be weird. It'd be weird list. But I yeah, Jersey it. Films is what he uh, does. So Danny Vito, a very rich
0: man. Oh, I know. Well, actually, just to go back to the movie Twins for a second, I saw that Schwarzenegger and DeVito decided to take twenty percent of the proceeds of the film in lieu of a big contract. Right. So that must have made them like tens of millions it right so it made him
1: it probably made them like right it made them um who knows 20, 20 million, 30 million. 20 million each i think yeah which at the time was their biggest so they had huge. never really made huge money yet Schwarzenegger hadn't made huge money yet yeah because he hadn't done t2 or not that yet and this was the thing that him at, 20, at that time and then imagine Devito like 20 million dollar check for this movie that's crazy yes because
0: yeah. he's not like look at danny DeVito. He is not prototypical Hollywood fucking no big money you know elite guy no nope. and he yeah made a shit ton of pay, shit a ton huge of money yes that. Uh, yeah.
1: and that that's also kind of what led Frog getting something like Jersey film. you can make a case Twins had some fuck element of DNA in getting <laughs> Pulp Fiction made because if Danny Vito doesn't have the money from Twins does he have I'm sure they would have found another producer yeah but you, probably, you can yeah. see where that the thread isn't
0: that crazy yeah. my number three is Man of the Moon. Um, I see. I don't remember. I like, it's been so long since i I don't remember him. He's in very
1: film. good in this. It's a smaller role. Yeah. Um, he plays a total, like a total straight man in it um, where uh, he's trying to keep, to, he's trying to keep Andy Kaufman played by Jim Carrey in a brilliant, unbelievably great role. Uh, he's so good this. Um, yeah. and the, well, he's made for this role. It's incredible. And, but he's, he basically is trying to keep him as normal as possible <laughs> so he can keep getting work. Yeah. Um. But it's a very good movie. I, 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 I know it's kind of, it, it never got the buzz I feel it should have gotten. I love Andy Kaufman. I think Jim Carrey is so good in this. Yeah. I just think this works. I also love Mivos Foreman who directed this. Right. It's really good. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Men in the Moon, number, number, number three.
0: So number two for me? Yeah. Is the combination of uh, Romancing the Stone the Jewel of the Nile.
1: Okay. Yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's a good pick. And he plays kind of the third wheel in the yeah, movies. Yeah, he does.
0: Yeah. Um, Michael Douglas and, um, oh my God. Uh, K- K- uh, Catherine, um. Oh, what's her last name? Kath- Turner. Kathleen Turner. Kathleen Turner. Thank you. Yeah,
1: uh, And they're kind of like Indiana Jones light.
0: Yeah, they're they're really fun films. I haven't seen them forever. I need to go back actually, but I, I remember love, really I loving we them. we run into them for these. Yeah, for me this too. Show, I,
1: yeah. I wouldn't mind revisiting because I haven't seen them in a long time either, but that's a good pick. Uh, they're not on my list. Uh, but uh, They do the
0: music video of when the going gets tough. I believe he's in that yeah. Uh, that song too, or is that, that might be Billy Ocean. Did we, we might've done this. I think he, I think he's yeah. in Billy Ocean. I think video, he's yes. in, the, yeah. in those. Yeah, you're uh, right, he is. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, okay. Uh, that's not terrible. My number two is a movie that I don't think a lot of people have seen. I love it. Heist. Have you uh, seen Heist? Uh, maybe. This is a legit good movie. David Mamet directed it. Gene Hackman. Like yeah. This movie is, Delroy Lindo is phenomenal. So this movie is, is a great movie. Go check out Heist if you haven't seen it. It came out around 2000. Um, it holds up. I guarantee it. It's really sharp. It's really crisp. Hmm. It's, it's, it's a, it's a, um, about robbers. It's really good. They're all like a lot of double crossing. It's really fun. Check this out. This isn't heist.
0: listed on his, uh, on his list of movies. I believe you. He's in it, but no, it's not he's in his it. IMDb. He's in it. Probably okay. not on the Wikipedia. I believe on you. But, yeah. IMDb. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He's, he's phenomenally check out heist. Um, that's Interesting.
0: There's a few films that he was in too that I, films that I love that uh, I I don't even remember. Like L.A. Confidential is one of those. He in, a- L.A. And Confidential, I don't remember.
1: Didn't make my list. Is probably number six. I, yeah. I I have. I will admit I haven't seen it in a long time. Um, but I like it more than love it. What's your number one?
0: You're going to fucking kill me? Throw mama from the train. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I love that film. <laughs> Crisscross, bitch. <laughs> That's
1: the dumbest thing you've said in the show.
0: <laughs> I haven't seen it in 30 Wait until you years. hear my
1: number one, because you're going to be like, I-, I don't know how you compare the two. <laughs> okay. My number one's a little bit of a cheat.
0: Death to Smoochie. Yes.
1: Now, my number one's a little bit of a cheat um, because he's not a star in it, but he is in it. He does have a role. In fact, his first role, one for the cuckoo's nest.
0: Okay, see, I know, but uh, once again, I, he's not the, he's not he's the one. He's in the movie. See, this is this is my problem. It's your picking movies that he's not the like the focus That's at not, all. He's a
1: support he's a character actor. Yeah, but he's just a he tiny
0: is. little thing. He's not well, even Well, he is short, yes. That's not what I mean. I mean, the role. The role is tiny.
1: Yeah, it's a little bit of a cheat with that. So if you want to... If you want to but Heist even... So all those movies he's just, he's in supporting roles. I mean, if you talk about movies where he's a weed. He's, See, that's yeah. the thing I'm trying he's to talk a weed about. He's in Matilda. But, the little girl is yeah, I weed but he's,
0: Yeah, but he's much closer to the lead than he is in most yeah, well, of these films well, that you've said. So that's
1: fine. Heist though. Heist, he's, I think he's fourth build. He, it's a real supporting role. Yeah, right. So you, if you want to give me a... Wonderful movie, so ain't chance I kind of talk about it. I do. Phenomenal <laughs> movie. Uh it's so good. Uh it won Best Actor, Best Actress. It did it sweep Direct. I think it did. It was, did a, it? It it was that... It was- what, it was, uh, it happened one night. One for the Cuckoo's nest and uh, Silence of the Lambs. Right, the only films ever to sweep the Oscars. That's right. We're never gonna run into One for the Cuckoo's nest. It came out in '75 before yeah. I was born, so we, we aren't gonna touch it. Right, but uh, it's a must if you if you are just kind of entering into like oh I kind of like films. So what? This is a no brainer. Yeah. So Heist is a fun popcorn movie. Check out on like a on a Thursday night. Throw it in. Have fun with it. Uh, but if you're looking to actually sit down and like be encompassed by greatness and legendary performances, watch that film nurse ratchet uh is is so evil and yeah uh, you know jack nicholson as mcmurdy is just amazing it, yeah just check it out one foot cougar's nest if you haven't seen it you must see it and Diddy he in it it's his first role it's a small role it is he's one of the insane people in the insane yeah. asylum right um but you get to see a very young DeVito, and it did help him get a taxi which started his career so and it did help him build a relationship with nicholson which helped him direct his first movie Hoffa.
0: there you go all right
1: Top of the charts, which Matt didn't like, which means we'll do it again very soon.
0: <laughs> Perfect. Uh, shall we move on to Every Rose Has Its Thorn? Not yet. Oh, oh, did I miss something? You did. What did I miss? The uh, Moss. The
1: Milk Dudley. The Milk rather, Dudley. The Milk Dudley Weather, weather report. report. Matt's favorite segment Yay. in this show. Uh, th- Matt, I know when I walked in, Matt says, you know the reason I do this show? I said, why? Because you like hanging out with me and you like talking movies and music? He says, no. No. I want to hear Milk Dudley. I want to
0: hear the Weather Report. That's
1: right. Uh, it was, uh, I guess it was some... Uh, Heavy rain, man. Get it? Falling ahead of the system in the lower Mississippi and Ohio valleys. Yep. The storm even uh, had some tornadoes in the northern delta and uh, he- really heavy rain in the southeast. Huh. Um, the, uh, the, it was very mild weather, though, Gulf, Atlantic seaboards, and the co- it was very cold in the west. So it was almost like completely opposite twins that were separated at birth.
0: Uh huh. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? That was the Milk Dudley weather report. Milk Dudley. <sighs> The
1: only weatherman who tells the weather from the past. <laughs> How does he do it?
0: <laughs> if if it already Christ. happens, he can predict it. <laughs> no, totally. That's a good one. Uh, all right. Uh, every rose <laughs> has <laughs> its thorn. Yes. Um, I just wanted to ask you, what do you think about this song? I first.
1: Kinda, yeah, I kind of like it. It's you know. So here's the thing. I was thinking about this too on the way over. I'm like, yeah. all right. Let's say I'd heard this song for the very first time. I would not like this song as much as I do because I've heard it so much, if that makes yeah, any sense. Yeah, yeah. Like the recognition, I think, gives it way too many bonus points probably, for probably. In, my, in my brain.
0: Right. And it's sort of a transformative time in our life when it comes out. You know, you had probably, maybe it was our first like junior high dances and shit. No, Whether I was this eight. Not part- even, oh, oh, no, I was okay, in so elementary
1: me. school. Um, they were
0: still playing it at my like junior high school they dances. They were, you're like right. No, yeah. you're Early right. 90s. Yeah. You,
1: that's a good point. You're, no, actually. You're, that's yeah. what I mean. It's, it's always been there.
0: Yeah. It's always been there. You
1: know, um, I, out of songs on this album, it's not my favorite.
0: It is not. No, 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 no. Um, and I think in general, uh, they get better as their albums go on. Like the album after this is better. And even, even there, like when they start to get less popular, they get a little bit more, uh, blues riffy, which I liked. I, I just checked out some of their later stuff. This isn't but anyway, See, I, this, this is my favorite album. This is the most is, fun. Yeah, it's album. not bad. It's, and
1: um, I'm not a big hair metal guy. I don't really like this kind of style of music typically. But this album, I think once we talked about the Rayman thing, yeah i was eight this came out on the radio it was exciting it was new it seemed kind of like i don't want to say like i don't know, not dirty but it seemed like maybe something i shouldn't be listening to yeah i get you and it, it, it was yeah really, it was it like, a little more dangerous you know i, mean? I yeah. guess even, even though, though it's, it's a, a bad word for it yeah but it, no but it, like them though right right they just, were. like their yeah. look and right it's like oh wow like you know this is not what my parents are listening to no 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 and that made it kind of cool and i'm sure there's some element of my brain that uh, has a positive connection
0: to these guys because of that. This song spent three weeks at number one, so it was a huge hit. It was their only, Poison's only number one hit. Um, definitely a power, power ballad. They still ballad. had a lot of top 10 hits, but you're right. This is, this was, Yeah, this is their big one. Right. Three, um, three weeks at number one, said, that's a big deal. That is a big deal. Uh, I'm not a big fan of power ballads in general. Like, yeah. even, so, we're, we talked about, uh, we, we talked about, um, welcome to the jungle and guns N' Roses on the last one versus poison. And this is like a, this is kind of a night and day type of situation for me. Like to me, guns N' roses is like so far superior to, to poison. Yes, I and agree. like, and their power. So later on, <laughs> later on, they had such a, they had a five year career, but later I on, know, uh, know, guns yeah. N' roses power, like, uh, November rain, November rain. Exactly. Yeah. Like that is a song like that is a really well yeah. done song. Can you believe they spent like nine minute fucking songs on the radio? at that time no it's, it's crazy it's so bizarre back. But they pull, they would play that whole song but that, whole song like that to me versus the more simplistic power ballads like every rose has a Thorn." Where it, are you, like like uh, how
1: about the song by extreme more than words
0: i like that song actually i think it's a really pretty song i don't I really do count too. that as a power ballad that's that's I guess, more i don't so, say i
1: guess because they're like a hair because extreme is yeah yeah,
0: yeah that, that's a really You're right i guess song. it's a little
1: different I, I i'm a fan of that song too
0: yeah um it's so neat because it's just the two of them singing and one acoustic guitar, and he picks it, and it's, it's I know really it's, beautiful. like, corny.
1: gets kind of a bad rap now because it's, like, a corny song, I guess. But I just genuinely... Yeah. I genuinely no, like that's great. Rock. That song is different. This song definitely wants to be more... Uh, this I guess if you want to do a criticism of the song, maybe you agree or disagree. Yeah. This song doesn't always seem to know what it wants to be. It, exactly. It, sometimes it wants to break into being rock. Yep. But it's like, whoa, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up, and it becomes more of a ballad again.
0: Right, cuz they start they do start with the uh the the acoustic and him singing and then they kick in with the drums and everything else and there's a little guitar solo even. So it's those that's the difference is extreme. It's it they'd committed yes. the genre, and, right? and they committed November to the genre. Right? And committed to
1: rain or maybe because they're so talented, they commit a bit more to
0: yeah, I mean it's a lot of piano, and then it gets such, get no, such a too. long song. It's a right? Uh, it's more of a sweet. That's the thing. It's a, it's a That's yeah, a better word for it. It's a way yeah. more better developed song. It's uh, this video doesn't know what it wants to be either. No, it doesn't. It keeps like cutting, which is it's, but it's still interesting to watch. Yeah, it's like him. Is he on like a football field playing his acoustics Sometimes I think that maybe that's the outro, and then sometimes but I think it's see it some starts concert with footage. Him in bed with this woman. Him in bed with. And woman. then next you know yeah. like you got
1: guys smashing guitars on a concert. Yes. Like, it doesn't. It's all it's, over the place.
0: Yeah, so. Maybe, let's talk about Poison a little bit here. So they're, they were, I see, I think they are the quintessential hair band. That's, that's this is who I picture. Uh, not yeah. so much, we talked about, you know, Guns N' Roses like I So said what do you before, call Guns N' Roses then? Like how do you define them? Then? They are, they're just beyond, they're outside of that thing because their musicianship is so good. And VH, their songs are so much more gritty.
1: VH1 said that Poison was the number one hair band.
0: Did they? Yeah. All right, well then I, I mean, I think so. That, they not know. They I, I will, I will admit, I
1: don't know if Guns N' Roses is on that list or not, though. Um, yeah. But if they're not, then I would agree with you.
0: They're like, Guns N' Roses is still is hard rock. These guys aren't really, sometimes. Yeah. But they're more, they're just a little bit more glamory. We can play by that definition. I don't, I don't disagree. Okay. So if we're going to call Guns N' Roses
1: hard rock, which is fine. Yeah. So like Metallica and Guns N' Roses are in the same. Yeah. Same yeah, stadium. Yeah, maybe. The same division, whatever, right. baseball. Then then um poisons in a different division yeah and if that's the case then they are in first place in their division i agree
0: okay cool um they 45 million records so they were huge hit huge uh, hit. Oh, huge, crazy. Hit. uh brett michael cc deville ricky rocket um i had flesh and blood i had the album after this i didn't uh flesh and blood and actually my favorite is on skinny bop yeah this was more formative i heard this this was huge yeah all the time such a great riff
1: yeah
0: is a fun song yeah it's a fun song and uh, the, the, like to me that's a this is a well more crafted song than than the other stuff on uh, hmm. on on um, open up and say ah uh, which is the album yep. I'm talking about uh i i kind of always think of them as more heavy than they are they're not as they're just not that like more badass more heavy just the my vision of them me thinking too. back is heavier than they, but they're really bec- not because when we found them we were young and they seemed dangerous yes exactly that's right but but, but they're, they're not but now reflective they're more matchbox 20 to me than they are guns they're and roses much, they're much poppier than right. I remembered them yeah yeah so so there's that open up and say uh the album um the album that uh every rose has its Thor- every rose has its thorn is on um hit number two on the billboard top hundred the album, the album Yeah. 8 million sales. Yeah. So that's pretty big. That's huge. Um, it's their second album. There are four singles and this is why. So it has uh nothing but a good time fallen angel and your mama don't dance, which is the, um, yeah, the cover from, from Kenny Loggins. Yeah. and Messina. And those, those are all top 10 hits, I believe. <clears throat> yes, exactly. It's crazy. Ah, uh, wait a minute. Maybe one of them was, they're close, yeah. one of them maybe wasn't, uh, but it, it, like two of them were like, like five and six or Crazy. something. So yeah. they just they got huge. Uh, they had to apologize for the cover of that of that record. Did you see the original cover? Yeah. It was uh, it was a model's face uh, at the time but she's kinda painted Kind of like a devil? like a lion devil thing yeah. or a tiger devil, devil yeah. thing, which just with a long like kiss satanic tongue, satanic tongue. Yeah, and so it was the, not
1: bad. It wasn't bad at all. No. but they
0: they ended up apologizing for it and changing the album cover to only show her eyes, they which put, is still cool. Black but black bars in the top yes. and the bottom, and they just show her eyes like censored out. But like,
1: but, but this was not at all like a bad. There's nothing. I would show that album cover to a two-year-old like there's nothing exactly, yeah there was nothing it's,
0: it's so weird what people got all their panties in a bunch about in the you know late 80s it's stre- really very, very strange it, it, you're right there was a very like um
1: puritanical
0: sentiment yeah in the late 80s and it's so weird yeah i don't get you, it because you had like that was like that's more the 50s and then you think you know, know the counterculture revolutions of the 60s and then into the 70s and the free love and But shit. even like the early it's 80s weird. you watch movies and music and stuff in the early 80s and people
1: were very expressive with like, you know, people would wear you know, it was very more of a yeah, scandalous time. Yeah, yeah. From 83 to 88, our whole changed. norms
0: changed and we became very puritanical. It was really weird. Very weird. Very surface plastic puritanical. Yeah. Yeah. It's very strange. Um, The big, I think, so even though uh, every rose has its thorn was a bigger hit, I knew um, nothing but a good time. Like yeah. Way more. Right. And maybe it's just because of the. the and that's my favorite song off the album. Yeah, it's a good one. Although, I do want to say. You know this song? Yeah. It's a uh, Saturday Night's it's, All uh, Right right yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I want to rock. So, you kind of slowed it down. Yeah, it's similar. And then listen to him say this. Oh. This always happens with people. I, I think so when <laughs> people when they people rip themselves. off rip off other people in music. It gets in their subconscious and they start to say the lyrics of the other band too. I think this is definitely a nod to Saturday night. It's like Nights The Riddler. Right. Like anytime The Riddler like robbed the bank, he had to like leave a riddle. <laughs> yes, so if he just he didn't did. leave a riddle, he would have gotten away. But he right. had, he
1: couldn't help himself.
0: Yeah, and that was the first when I, you know, I hadn't heard the song in a long time, but when I listened back, I was like, hmm, that sounds like Saturday Night's Alright for fun. Um, yeah, it does. It keeps. I mean, it's fine. It's different That's enough. It's not as, it's much not a a as bad as, as, as Billy Ocean. No, yeah. no, 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 no. But still, yeah. it's kind of like all right, kind of a nod. Um, the other thing I want to say is this album is really poorly mixed and you know, it's probably something that most people wouldn't hear, but if you listen to this versus guns and Ro- the guns and Rose album is mixed, w- appetite for destruction is mixed way better than this. The, and even on uh, every rose has Its thorn, like the acoustic is so brittle and weird sounding. Everything is, there's not a lot of depth. Uh, when you listen to an album, what you should be looking for is, is there like a big sonic spectrum? Do you hear the really low lows? Do you hear the really high highs? And then, and everything in between. And then also does everything have a place? Like, can you hear, oh, that's a guitar. That's the bass. Mm. That's the drums. If you can, you, that's, you want to be able to hear everything clearly. Uh, and it's just the sonic spectrum is, is very muted. You don't hear like a nice, you know, uh, like the low, low to high frequencies. It, it doesn't, it's not very pleasing to listen to. Um, so that was one thing too. It, it you seemed, know what, you know what album's mixed really well. Tell me.
1: I think based on how you're kind of describing it, the user illusion. I'd have to, I'll
0: go back and listen. Maybe it is. And maybe it's
1: because I was just hearing it. Like, you know, it was one of my first CDs and stuff. I just remember hearing, I remember hearing the depth you talk about. Right. And it was like, whoa, like it just sounded so... And we mentioned on the last show we had with Trags that like uh, Axel, you said would like repeat lyrics yeah, over and over meticulous. again to get it to sound perfect. And really like, meticulous. That shit like that shit shows. It does. Like you know that level of the detail, and that level of quality or production. And we talk about with movies too, like with Twins, how I said it just didn't look right. It was all faded. Just didn't didn't it just didn't look sharp. Yeah. But when it looks sharp, yeah, yeah. like a Christopher Nolan movie, yeah. or a really well mixed song, it has a level. I don't know. It it, it makes it so much more enjoyable process digesting that entertainment.
0: Totally. Yeah. Um, The other thing is that I wanted to say, uh, Sonic Spectrum... Oh, did you know what the song was about? Did you read about it? Brett Michaels, uh, yeah, apparently, I did. I did. he kind called home, sad. called home to talk to his. Uh, he, was his he was in the laundromat. He was in the Yeah, and, you is, know, right. he puts himself in a place. Yeah, Di- you know, puts the goes to the phone on the wall, puts in a dime, fucking calls his his woman, and he hears a man in the background. Oh no! And he's like, ah, yeah. Every rose has its thorn. That's right. Yeah. Well. Um, I mean- oh. Oh, sorry. Back to the uh, the the difference between the two, like the two albums and two mixes, uh, is. The thing that's strange is Guns N' Roses would have had a had a more money because they you know they were they were bigger, but but Poison did like their first album sold a lot, yeah, sold like four what, or five million, so they would was, have had a budget for this album. I was going to say actually, I don't think they did. I mean, oh yeah, because wait a minute, because this is Guns N' Roses' first, first album. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're so right. So
1: Poison at that point, Poison in time, should have had a bigger in 19 whatever before say, 1988, yeah, October 1988 before these albums come
0: out, or yeah. whatever.
1: Poison had more cred than You're Guns right. N' Roses.
0: You're right. They should have had a bigger budget for this album because it was their second one like, that came I'm, off $4 million. I'd
1: love to hear the real story of how Axel got the studio to pay for the, the production of Appetite for Destruction. Right. And, you know, because I said they had no commitment to, to really do videos. They got that one video on and thank God people called and, you know, said we need to see more of it. Yeah. How did he muscle the studio into, the studio must have been pulling their hair out seeing the bills
0: that Guns N' Roses is racking up for the production. Well, I know. So it was, like, was 300, 330,000 or something which to record, is for which a is a lot for a nobody. Exactly. It isn't, it's, what the it's, fuck's it's going on over there? But what they did with it was pretty fucking good. I mean, obviously, you know, with the sales, but I just mean artistically, what they were oh, able to I, achieve with I that I is agree, really great. But it, that's not what you're thinking if you're in a suit. No, you're not. You're top top not. You're not. The
1: record company, you're like, what the fuck is happening?
0: But I'm assuming, but Poison must have had that kind of budget. You know, so maybe they, maybe cost them 500,000 or something to make this. You'd think they would have done a better job. Yeah, And a lot of it's not on them if they're not, they also were very dysfunctional. Oh, no, I think the was in roses. Oh, so they, they were yeah. very dysfunctional. Very dysfunctional. Always like getting into fights. fights Brett, like Brett, who Michaels. knows what,
1: you know, who knows what that production situation was like. Oh, I mean, I don't
0: know. I'll tweet this out, but there was a, um, I don't know that I have this on this list, but, uh, they did the MTV music awards, I think mm-hmm. in 1991 and, yep, uh, Brett Michaels and CC got into a fight backstage. Cause Cece had a huge, I guess, he did, I guess, he, I guess he did a horrible, he did like a horrible set. Oh, you want it's Arsenio Hall too and he's uh like he goes to introduce them and they start playing and they stop mid song oh, because CC's so like all like he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. And Arsenio then has to kind of cover for them and then they go into a different song. It's fucked up. I'll tweet it out. Yeah. They do poorly. Brutal. I forget some of these exists like the I old know. MTV music awards where some things were when just not crazy polished. It happened. Like yeah. that was fun. actually, I love one of my favorite moments is uh, was a big uh, Fuck you. Moment of um, Nirvana was told they could not play the song. Rape me on, uh, on the MTV music awards. And they told, or I think they were told they had to play. It was probably smells like teen spirit or something. And they played the first like eight bars of rape me first. And stopped, and then went and just, it smells like uh, tea. Oh, better than went the other way around. I just well, it was enough of a protest. I thought. Oh, I think it probably would have been the first cool. eight bars of. Oh, and then gone into. Yeah, yeah. They would. They, they. I wonder what would have happened if they would have gotten pulled or shut down. They were big at that time, so maybe, maybe not. I. But I, I. I was a nice little little yeah. fuck you protest. I thought. Um. I don't know that they're. Oh, uh, video was by Marty Kalner, um, who is famous for. I mean, he did a ton of videos mm-hmm. but he also did a ton of live performance like some of the biggest live performance videos like garth brooks had a huge one i think it might have been his central part i can't quite remember uh he did seinfeld uh seinfeld's like live comedy oh, i can't okay, remember what it was okay. he won emmys uh oh, this guy marty colner won emmys for these and also famous for uh starting hard knocks the oh, hbo show wow. about football. you know football NFL, teams. yeah um uh, I hate the recording. Listen to it on headphones. You'll hear keyboards out of phase, brittle guitar. It's not very good. I think
1: that's it. All right. Unless you have anything
0: else you all want right, to talk about. Yet.
1: Personal stories. 1988. Where were you?
0: December um, of '88. It's Christmas, probably. It's, yeah, it's Christmas time in fucking '88. I'm in mean, Hooksit. and yeah. like whatever, getting toys.
1: Yeah, I was same thing. I was in New York. This is my last Christmas in New York, uh, in Long Island. All oh, um, right. I, I always think 1988 was probably because this also goes into the new year so i'll I'll talk i'll recap 1980 a little bit it's probably the best year of my childhood really yeah it was a year before we moved to new hampshire my dad got diagnosed with cancer in october of 90 so he wasn't even sick yet yeah he was, so like he was, he was still healthy um my sister was born in february of 87 so we had the baby around the house which was kind of fun um i had like some you know i had my bike i had some freedom you know we weren't we were talking about moving, I guess, at the end of the year. So maybe that's probably what my parents are doing, is kinda of starting right. to plan to move. Um but um yeah, eighty eight was a good year. Uh, and then um, you know, it's funny, so I guess this is shows you how fucked up. So this time actually I just as I'm talking out loud, I did kinda of remember a quick story. Yeah. So um we put an offer on a house and we went, I think it might have even been Christmas break. We went and they, the house was vacant. So they let us kind of go because we wanted to check out the area as well. And they let us go to the house and spend the night there.
0: Really? Because we had an offer. In, like fucking Ghostbusters. In Ghostbusters? You get to spend the night? Oh, I guess they bought it and then they spent the night.
1: There. Yeah, I guess. Right, uh, yeah. This was under contract. So they let us go. And then um, we went, we liked the house. It was, it was great. It was in a good area. It was in Stratford, which is the town we eventually went to. And, um, and then a month later, they pulled the offer. Why? They didn't want to sell anymore.
0: They just decide they want to stay there. Yeah. And then,
1: um, either they got a better offer. I don't know what exactly happened, but they pulled our offer and, uh, it was, it was just such a shit show. Um, because yeah. we had already sold the house in deer park in New York. So now my family's like scrambling, like crazy I bet. to, um, to get a house. So, um, yeah, I think I might even told that story on air. How then we had a, then my dad grabbed me and we th- threw me in a car and we basically said we're not coming home until. Right.
0: But the, what precipitated that was this house what, falling through. How did you, what did you, did you actually find something or did you have to like camp for two weeks? No,
1: we found something. We found, we found, uh, uh my dad and I, we, we went to, uh, to New Hampshire. We found, luckily it was the first house we saw. We probably rushed into it. It wasn't that good of a house.
0: Yeah. And did you stay Is your family, did your family stay there?
1: We were there for tw- over 20 years. Right. In the house. But, uh, yeah. That, but, uh, but, but yeah, 88 was a really good year. Um, um, I I really I just remember being generally happy in 1988. I remember that being a good year for for me and my family.
0: Okay, cool. I I'd, don't have any headlines. Are you serious? Yeah, except for Legs Diamond opens at Mark Hellinger Theater in New York City for 64 performances. It doesn't, so you didn't get you didn't do headlines. Then? No. Why? And Ballon Door. Milan 1-2-3 Dutch striker Marco van Basten wins his first of three best football player in Europe awards ahead stuff. of Rude so Gillett just and Frank stuff. So why, why, I'm
1: more interested, Why? what happened? I just
0: forgot. Because don't I, do I usually do it for the Wednesday show? This is a weird, what What are we doing today? No, I, I did it for the Wednesday show. We, do you normally do it for the Wednesday on.
1: show? I always do the first week, you always do the second, the second episode.
0: Oh, number one, number two, you canceled on me today before I, and so I just stopped doing my stuff. Right. Okay, here's what happened. Let's not, not talk about no, no, your we are, dogs. No, we're no, going to talk about it.
1: They're gonna, they're, well, you brought it up. Well, they're going to feel sympathy. So, symp- so for me. we we record typically Sundays at eleven.
0: <laughs> yes. Um, I so. get a text at ten.
1: a ten. Right. So you, in theory, would have had the
0: headlines already. I would imagine. You, no, no, I, still, like, I work right up to it, basically, like the last like couple hours before. So I'm your headlines show that. <laughs>
1: uh, so I, uh, my dog uh, had uh, had diarrhea last night, and then woke up this morning. Just was not really the little puppy was not was really lethargic, and I'm like, yeah, I might it might be a vet fut- vet visit in our future here. Right. So I at ten an hour before, I'm like, hey, can we push this to so Monday or Tuesday? I, I my dog's sick, and you know, and no like, and like a good
0: no buddy. Problem. What did I say? No problem.
1: <laughs> right. I uh, said, so, all right, great. So then uh, I brought my dog out, and my dog had huge shit, and then. Uh, uh, just started feeling better. The little puppy. I was like, all right, cool. And then just started playing the toys. She's still kind of lethargic, but she was doing a lot better. I'm like, all right, we, I mean, we could do it. We're, we're okay to record. yeah. And uh, so that, I, I said, I can do over an hour. because I, I, I still had to jump in the shower. So you still had an hour. If anything, you I had, know, but I'd you find, I was out of my face to get the on. I was out of,
0: I was out of the headspace. That's the thing. But blaming me for, for, I blame you.
1: Mean I said, think the audience. We'll time. do a poll, but
0: I'm pretty sure the audience is waiting to poll on this. Uh,
1: But I, I do. <laughs> no, think, you're right.
0: I, I I didn't hold up my end of the bargain. Yeah, bad job morning. by you. Sorry about that.
1: Wow. So no extra headlines. So I guess we'll just never know what I happened. I just gave you two headlines <laughs> though. Those headlines suck. So I will say I did, I did, <laughs> did do headlines for the track episode. <laughs> yes, you did. With it being a holiday week, there was just not. Yeah, it it wasn't it was really lot. just George Bush. Do you have any? I mean, we talked about the tracks. Like George Bush going to office was like the big deal.
0: Yeah, I just remember where I was. um, Everybody, like, all the teachers were big Dukakis fans. No! I'm sorry. We're anti-Dukakis people. Really? Yeah, like, they were... Which was weird. I, I have this memory of my teachers being very vocal about who they wanted in office, which... I don't think you would see that as much anymore, would you? Oh, you can see it now. Do you? I mean, like uh, in, uh, in middle, or like uh, I junior high. I, like, I don't think you would. No? I mean, you might know it kind of implicitly with, yeah. with the subject matter or whatever, especially, you know, what's oh. in text box and, uh, books and shit too. But, but I don't think they would openly say vote for Bush over Dukakis using slogans like the Duke makes me puke. Or, and I remember <laughs> teachers talking about fucking Kitty Dukakis drinking, drinking the, the rubbing alcohol. That, yeah. was after the, that was after the election. Was it? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, you know, yeah. these things all kind of all combined together in my head, but that, that was it. And then I don't know, but I, I remember being like, okay, elect Bush, but I had no, I, I had no concept of who these idiots were. Right. I, I remember I, I wanted
1: Bush because I knew him because he was Reagan's vice president. Oh, that makes sense. So I was like, oh, yeah. I'm familiar with this person. I hope he would. I had, and I like, I like Reagan. He seems interesting, and he's he's funny to me. And not funny like Steve Robinson on the no, show. finds funny, but funny. Just like he was like, oh, so he was the only person I could remember. So I'm like, oh, I have a connection to him. I that makes a connect- sense. It was the oh, yeah, only. Yeah, I right. knew
0: Dukakis because of my, you know, my hair, uh, my life through Massachusetts, and my family right. was all there. He was governor at the time.
1: Maybe that's why the teachers had such an angry maybe thing with him. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, so we're back. So Matt, this is oh. true. Matt doesn't know this. Uh, I, I, he, Matt's phone is, all piece of, is a piece of shit. It is a piece You're of shit. You getting a new phone, you said? Yeah, this week, Friday. So I sent him a text. He didn't get it. So here's what we're doing next week. Ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. December 19th through 25th, 1993. Okay. Okay. So the Saturday hmm. movie, so a week from today, is going to be the Pelican Brief. Okay. The Wednesday
0: movie, Tombstone. Okay. Oh, okay. come back on Wednesday. I can't betray how I feel. Uh, see you then. Bye.